Today, I want to take our church's attention real quick. I'm not going to preach longer today because I have a flight to catch. I will let you all to uh, sit here and bask in the glory, but I have another mission and place to be at. But real quick, let's read John chapter 14, verse 26. John chapter 14, verse 26. It says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. I want to take your attention to real quick into Psalm 103. We're going to read a couple of scriptures and then uh, I'll jump into our sermon. Psalm 103 verses 1 and 2 says, A psalm of David, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. How many of you have, we've sung those songs, we worship, we've read through these scriptures, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and the next word is something that is crucial for a Christian faith. It says, and forget not all his benefits. Psalm 105 verse 5 says, remember his wonders which he has done, his marvels and his judgments uttered by his mouth. Do you know what sermon my title as? Forget the past, but remember good things that God has done. To remember is a virtue of our life. It's a quality given that God has birthed within us that we can remember whatever God has done in our life. Are you with me, church? To remember the good deeds of heaven. To remember the good works of heaven. To remember every single benefits that we have received in our life. As human, we, are, we tend to forget things. You know, sometimes my wife sends me to grocery shopping. I hate it. She sends me to grocery shopping. And I tell her, you know what? It would be really better if you can just text me the stuff, whatever you need. Not just that, but also mention the aisle, the color, whatever you want. She sent me once many months ago to buy pasta. And I went and I'm looking at what kind of pasta. And I'm like, there are so many different types what kind do you want? Just be specific because I will forget. Just be specific. I know there are many husbands here. We've all been in the same boat. Uh, and, and I know not just husbands, but all of us, we tend to forget things. And even in the New Testament, you come across disciples, the closest associates of Jesus, who worked, walked, heard the teachings of Jesus. Uh, they forgot what Jesus told them like, few weeks ago, a few months ago, a few years ago. They were the ride or die with Jesus. They walk with Jesus, saw all of the explicit miracles that Jesus unfolded right in front of their eyes. But here's the thing, they forgot. And that's why in the scriptures you see the angel of the Lord comes down and reminds them about the things Jesus just mentioned in their life. We always tend to forget things. Are you with me, church? We always tend to forget things. In our life, sometimes we remember the not so important things. People who backstabbed us, people who talked negative about us, people who betrayed us, people who failed us. We think and we remind ourselves, keep reminding ourselves about the grudges, about the accounts we hold against people. We keep reminding ourselves of the things others have done wrong to us. But all through scriptures you see, always be ready and available to forget the past the people have done in your life, but be willing to remind yourself what God has done in our life. 
Can I hear an amen? And I know all of us in this room, we're all bearing the testimony of what God has done in our life. I wouldn't be. We are bearing the testimony of God's goodness in our life. His mercy, His kindness, His goodness, His grace that He has led us thus far. Even when nobody counted me, even when I was not accepted by anybody, but Jesus' grace came looking for you and me. His love came seeking us. That's the good news of God's anointed words. But in through the scriptures, you understand in Psalm 103 verse 1 and 2, it reminds us of, of, of God's goodness and what and how we position a psalm of David. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. As a human being, we are a being filled with emotions. Aren't we? We have emotions, right? We fill ourselves with a lot of things in every space that we engage with. Our life is like a sponge that accommodates things into us. We gather things within us. Every conversation, we gather things within us. But listen, everything that is within me, everything that I call myself to be, whatever your name is, everything that I am as Justin, my identity, everything that you are along with your name, your identity in the community that you represent, everything that you are within Bible helps us to understand, bless his holy name. So when we come and gather around to worship God, it's not just the words. Sometimes words mean nothing. If our words does not back up by real intentions of our heart's posture, right? It's easier for us to sing along with our worship team. It's easier to just lift up those songs and sing along with them because the music sounds good. But it's really important for us to actually resonate who God is in our life. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. All that I am as an individual. Your past failures count in too. Your mistakes count in too. Everything that you have gone wrong in your life, you can actually come clean in the presence of God. So when we are worshiping in His presence, He does not call you because of your past mistakes. He calls you because who you are in Christ Jesus. Your dedication, your commitment, you walk and you approach the throne of grace with confidence. The moment He sees you making that intentional steps, coming closer to Him, can I declare in this room, everything that the enemy has tainted you, painted you, declared you, that you are fit for nothing. God says, I'm going to cover that up in my ropes of righteousness because you have come to the throne of grace right now. You have come to the throne of mercy seat right now. And by the grace of heaven, I'm going to cover that. All that is within me, I'm going to worship him. Are you with me, church? So when we come to church, don't worry about what has gone wrong. Don't worry about what social sites we have been then. Don't worry about the enemy bringing in those guilt feelings in our life. Just come in the presence of God. Surrender your heart. Open up your soul. Worship with God from the innermost being of you are. Not just the superficial. We can play church. We can put a mask on and we can be here. Nobody will know. I can determine who is how and what and what's going on with you. But you cannot do that with God. He identifies 
every single groaning within our hearts. Even before your words come out and it has just formed the thought in your conscience, God already knows the very thoughts that have been conceived within you. So when we come to God's house, we can come as we are. As we are. Oh, I pray that we will have a congregation that comes as you are. You might have been in X number of places, but when we come to the throne of grace, you can say, God, by your grace, I am cleansed. By your grace, I am set free. By your grace, I am liberated. By your grace, I have salvation. I don't have to do anything to achieve moksha, but I have the grace of yours available. And that is why I can say, all that is within me, Praise His holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when we come to worship, when the song is going on, you start worshiping God. When the song is going on, even if they play in the wrong key, you just don't forget your praise break. You don't forget your dance moves. Come on, somebody. You don't forget your moonwalk. <laughs> I can't do it, but... <laughs> Get ready to worship Him. All that is within me. Let the core of who you are as an individual recognize that all and everything is God and there is nothing away from His presence. Nothing hidden from the presence of God. Uh, bless the Lord of my soul, all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord of my soul and forget not His benefits. So when we worship God, what are we doing? We are reminding ourselves of God's goodness. We are reminding ourselves how good God has been. If He have led us in the past, He is able to do it again. If He cracked open the Red Sea in the past, He's do it again. He will do it again. If God led the children of Israelites and provided for them, He is the same God. Nothing about God has ever changed because society, culture, people, government, nations have changed. God has never changed. He is still on the throne and He is still the one who has called you and me. If He has done in the past, He will do it again. That is the promise of God's anointed scriptures. Hallelujah. Forget not or any of his benefits in our life. Church, I remind ourselves, write down, you know, I have been as a pastor, let me just be very humble and open with you. As a pastor, I've been blessed by a lot of families from my childhood. I grew up in a pastor's home. Didn't have much, but God has blessed me. I can count on how many blessings that God has used families to bless my life, my ministry, ever since I joined uh, to be a pastor, to, to walk in the footsteps of Him. Anything and everything that I have ever needed in my life, God has provided me the best. I don't take cheap stuff. God knows my heart and He gives me the best. Are you with me? He knows my heart and He gets me the best stuff. It is all through His blessing. But something that I have been doing is as I write down everything that I have been blessed by. The family that bought me my first computer when I could not. When I was just 16, I have written down their name. They are in Kuwait right now. And I have prayed over that family. Every single person till today, whoever has blessed me, I take it a time in my life that I remind myself the blessings that God has poured into my life through the people. Remind yourself of the people that God has used in your life. Are you with me, church? Remind yourself of the people. 
See, sometimes it's very important for us to remember days. How many husbands know all the days of your special moments in your life? Like you remember your wedding anniversary days. I'm going to put up some men in this house on spot right now. Do you remember your wife's birthday? Do you remember your children's school days, like important days in their life? Do we remember? Not all of us. We forget days, but we don't forget moments. Are you with me? We, we, we might forget days in our life, but we, we remember those important moments. Those important moments, that, that warmth of our fellowship, that warmth of our relationship, that conversation, that blessing that somebody has gifted, somebody has valued your life to be above theirs. And they have come all the way to support you, to encourage you, to be on your side. And you remember those moments when you do so, remind yourself, God is above every people that has helped you, but he's huge. Use the people to bless you. Praise the Lord. Remind yourself of the people that has come in your life as a blessing. I am thankful that as a church, we have come across a lot of families. We have blessed them and they send me the text message every you know, time. And they let me know, Pastor, thank you that your church have provided. Your church has been generous. You have done this. And they remind themselves of the contributions the church has made in their life. Remember... All of God's blessings in our life and forget not any of His benefits. Listen, experiences, what makes us forget? Listen, experiencing a period of stress or anxiety has a significant impact on your mental state. And it will make you more forgetful. Um, And this is why whenever we approach the throne of grace, we come renewing ourselves through worship. Are you with me, church? Through worship. Worship renews our soul. Worship renews our life in the presence of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now let me ask you this question. Are you really connecting with God when there's worship happening? Are you really connecting with God when the team is leading us in a time of praise and worship? As an individual, listen, worship renews our commitment unto God. Because it connects with heaven directly, not with people. Do, though this, the team over here that will help us to see who God is, help us and assure us into the presence of God. I am thankful for the amazing worship team that we have at our church. Can we put our heads together for the worship team of our church? They're amazing. They hear from God for every single set and they lead us to the throne room. But guess what? Don't just be focused on what they are doing. Be focused on what God wants to do in your heart. Because when we come in the presence of God, He renews our heart, makes it newer, and it helps us to remember the benefits of God in our life. Luke chapter 24, verse 6 uh, says, He is not here, but He is risen. Who said these words? The angel said these words. He is not here, but risen. Remember how He spoke to you while He was still in Galilee? saying, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. Verse 8 says, and they remembered His words. Guess what? Having the Holy Spirit in your life compels you to actually remember all the benefits of your life, even though you tend to forget it. Holy Spirit will constantly remind you. And the reason why the enemy likes you forgetting things 
is because when you forget what God has done in the past in your life, you don't have a direction for your future. Are you with me, church? He, he, he will come and he will block those uh, neurons for you to remind yourself, to remember the good things God has done in the past. Oh, if he has done in the past, he is faithful to do it again. But he will make you forget that what has happened in the past is only in the past. God cannot do it again. And that's when Holy Spirit steps in. The disciples walked with Jesus for three and a half years, did miracles with Jesus, walked. They were, Jesus was there uh, 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 on the wheels teaching institution, Bible school, on the wheels Bible school. He was just giving them practical ministry and teaching and training them because Jesus knew that his ministry would last only for three and a half years on earth in physical form. And after that, these disciples, the 12 apostles that he appoints, they have to carry the works of the Lord outside. But he also knew they will forget. And that is why when Jesus left, they were still waiting. Oh, here goes our master. Here goes our leader. Here goes the one who actually led us thus far. Here goes the one with, with whom our ministry life was, was formed. Peter thinks, you know what? I need to go get my rusty boat back again and get to the fishing fields again so that I can have a livelihood income for my family. I can put you know, bread and butter on my table for my kids, for my family. And here goes Matthew taking back into his IRS records and his, am I meeting with the current status? Can I go back into tax collecting again? Here goes other groups of disciples thinking about what they can do for their livelihood because the one who called them is gone. He is no more. They are doubtful. They are confused they've forgotten all of the things jesus taught them this is our story not just the story of the disciples we tend to forget to every promise of god in our life and that is why we have to constantly remind us sometimes we can and that's why we need the help of the holy spirit the holy spirit will help you understand the holy spirit is the best companion in your life better than any associate that you can have a half in your life the best business partner that you can ever think of is the Holy Spirit. The best leader in any institution. The best person in your marriage that joins your family together for the ways and the works that God wants to do through you. Have the Holy Spirit in your life. May our life be directed and led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, here in the story, the disciples are confused. And that's when the, 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 in, the, in the blue sky, there's a lightning and the angel comes down and say, Hey guys, um, uh, what are you looking for? Uh, like, what's going on? Don't you guys know that he walked with you and he taught you all of these things? Remember! Remember how he spoke to you about all these things in Galilee. Well, God does not do anything that he has not spoken about. He's already conveyed it to you, but you got to remember Remember these things that the Son of Man must be delivered in the hands of the wicked people. The Son of Man must be crucified. He'll be dead, but he will rise up again on the third day. Verse 8 says, after the angel prodded, they remembered his words. After the angel mentioned, talked to them, encouraged them, they remembered. But sometimes, when we have a serious worship moment in our life, when we are forgetting all of the past and the past reminds us of our failures, um, allow the Spirit to actually remind you. And that's why us as an individual, 
we must be connected and be willing to walk in the footsteps of Holy Spirit. Be led by the Holy Spirit. He is the best confidant in your life. When every other voices in your life will pull you down, push you down, distract you, Holy Spirit will compel you, encourage you, strengthen you to remind yourself the ways and the works of Jesus. So that in the end of the day, you and me, the way the Holy Spirit works in our life is so that you and me, we can be blameless when Jesus comes back. We are the bride of Jesus Christ. Are you with me, church? We as a church, we are, we, we are the called to be the bride. New Testament church, we're called to be the bride. Every individual in this room, we're called to be the bride of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit helps us. Are you with me, church? How many of you are really ready to uh, uh, hear the archangel and the trumpet sound when Jesus comes back? Some young people said, not today, God. Um, I still need to get married. <laughs> Any moment when that happens, any moment when that happens, let us prepare ourselves. Remind ourselves. Every single word that Jesus has spoken, the way that you see him go up, he is going to come back, back again for his beautiful bride that the church is. In all of the distractions, I'm taking my church on a journey today, in all of the distractions that are available in our world through all social media platforms are doing their best to take you away from the perfection of God's image in your life. Taking you away from what God intends your life to be. That's where we need the Holy Spirit. Be led by the Spirit. Walk in His ways. And his ways are for our better. In the scriptures, when you read through uh, uh, what makes us forget God, in Hosea chapter 13, verse 6, Hosea chapter 13, verse 6 is a scripture, a beautiful portion here that says, according to their pasture, they were filled, uh, they were filled and their hearts were exalted. Therefore, they have forgotten me. Are you with me, church? You know, they were filled so much that all of their needs were already met, that there was nothing that they needed to worry about. There was nothing they needed to cry about. There was nothing they needed to think about. It's moreover like how a social generation that we see today, God or all the system that we place here has already benefited all our needs. There's no real need for us to actually come to God because your needs are already met. If that's you, remind yourself today, everything actually originates from God. Without Him, no matter what you have, is just void and empty. You may have a million dollars, but without God, it means nothing. You may have all the influences of the world, but without God, it means nothing. You may have the wealth of the world, but if you have four feet of your own soul, it means nothing. Are you with me, church? So remind ourselves, no matter what God blesses us, no matter what our talents can accumulate, but in all of those things, remind ourselves, all of the good things come from our Father in heaven. And He directs our path. 
Hosea chapter 13 verse 6 says, According to their pasture, they were so filled and they were filled and their hearts were exalted. They had in plenty for everything they were needing and they were looking for. Therefore, they have forgotten me. When you have everything that you have wanted to have, there is a possibility that you can actually forget God. The children of Israel is a classic example. When they were in captivity, when they were beaten up every single day, they cried out, they prayed to God for mercy. When God delivered them, enabled them to live in their promised land, drove out all of the Canaanites and the Hittites and everybody, gave them their promised land. Right after that, when their their crops were cultivated, when things were coming back in order and every other generation passing by, they have enough wealth, they forgot who God was. My message to my church and a reminder to our generation here today Never forget our humble background where God has lifted us from. From the mighty clay, he picked us up. Put on the rock to say, this is the eternal rock of ages. His name is Jesus. Systems can change. Social statuses may change. People around you will backstab you. He will not change. Remind yourself of the constant image Christ is in your life. If there is one thing that can deliver, one person that can deliver you, it is the perfect image of Jesus Christ. So in our worship settings, when we gather together, can I have the team behind me? When we're in our worship settings, when we gather together, remind ourselves all the time, all of the benefits we have had in our life, all the good things God has blessed us with. It's an easier to remind ourselves the good things, but also remind yourself if God has actually closed some doors. Some people, you know, we want to push open certain doors that God has closed on for you. Are you with me, church? We are trying to push open certain places, certain doors, certain invitations for us, making your way work through it. If God has closed it, He knows what is better for you. If God has closed that proposal, God has closed that relationship. If that person is walked out, God knows the best for you. He knows your end at the very beginning. Trust your life with him. Who knows the whole story, the pages of your book in the very beginning. He is the author of our life. Remind ourselves constantly, no matter what goes wrong, God's plan will never go wrong. No matter what goes wrong, his plans are to prosper us. No matter what goes wrong, God is always for us and not against us. I love to bring your attention to another scripture here real quick as the worship team comes behind us. Uh, It talks to us about another story and the portion here where, um, you know, uh, the children of Israel, I think it is in Psalm, the children of Israel, uh, it talks about we sit by the waters of Babylon, Psalm 137, verse 1, it says, by the waters of Babylon, uh, uh, we sat down and wept when we remembered Zion, when we remember Zion. Some people here, and a couple of months ago, I believe, they, they were visiting some other place and they, they messaged me saying, Pastor, I am remembering Zion Church's worship. <laughs> they were in some other place. I don't know where they were at. And they were messaging me, letting me know that they are missing our church. They're missing, you know, the children of Israel, 
the children of Israel when they were actually sitting by the waters of Babylon. What does it mean? Now they're back in captivity. When they were back in captivity, they were actually reminding themselves of the good life they had at Zion, which was their Israel, which was the promised land where God had actually given them. But because of their sinful desires and the ways and the works that the children of Israel were doing, God sent them back into captivity. And now they're sitting by the waters of Babylon and now they're looking at the huge cathedrals, huge uh, uh, pillars that the Babylonians have, have built and now they are wondering where has our pride gone? Our city Zion, we were so blessed to be in that promised land. Now because of our sinful life, God has actually brought us and given us into the hands of our captors and we are kept here. By the rivers of Babylon, we sat down and we reminded ourselves of Zion. What is your Zion? Of course, our church's name is Zion. I'm not just talking about this place. Zion is your heavenly home. Are you with me, church? Zion is your heavenly home, your promised land. Are you with me, church? It is your promised land that God wants us as a church to be with Him. Remind yourself of the future glory of Christ that He has promised through His scriptures. When the children of Israel gathered around as captives by the rivers of Babylon, they were reminded of what their Zion looked like. So today, wherever you are at, allow the Holy Spirit to remind us of what He has done in the past that will strengthen you for your future. The doors that God has opened, the ways that He has unleashed for you, the rivers that he has parted for you, remind yourself of what God has done in the past that will help you to see your future glory in Christ Jesus. And when that happens, never forget to praise him. Never forget to thank him. Jesus in his miraculous journey, um, he healed 10 lepers. Have you all read those scriptures? He healed the 10 lepers. He healed all 10 of them. Nine just walked away. One came back. Be that one that continues to remind yourself, if it was not the grace and the mercy of Jesus, I will still be an outcast. But he counted me worth and worthy enough. Though I was an outcast, he called me cleansed me, healed me, and put on the robes of righteousness over me, placed me at Zion so that I can declare the good works of the Lord. Remind yourself today, even as I'm talking to you, remind yourself of the good things God has done in your life. Remind yourself the blessings He has done in your life. Remind yourself the corrections God has brought in our life. A good father will correct Remind ourselves the corrections God has brought in our life so that you and me will be found in eternity with our Savior. No matter what we do in our life, if we have lost the focus from our eternal life, there is no point in us meeting here every Sunday morning. There is no point in our worship sets, no point in our gatherings if we have lost our focus from eternity. My friends, this morning, as we gather here, 
help ourselves to remind ourselves with the help of the Holy Spirit that we remember the blessings of God in our life. Can we all rise up in God's house? This morning, as we gather in the presence of our Holy Spirit, John chapter 14, verse 26 says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things, bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Listen to these words very carefully. John chapter 14, verse 26 says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. We will forget things. Perhaps you may forget my sermon today, but remind yourself, the Holy Spirit, who is a great companion, will remind you all of God's blessings that He has promised through the Scriptures. Let this be a season of our life Welcome Holy Spirit into your marriage. Welcome Holy Spirit in your relationship. Welcome Holy Spirit into your personal ministry. Wherever God has positioned you, welcome Holy Spirit into your life. And He strengthens you. He reminds you. Every eye closed, let's look to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, today we thank you so much for all you are doing in this house. Remind us, God, may your Holy Spirit this season remind us all of the blessings we have received in your words and through your words. Remind us, O oh Lord, that we walk in your ways and forget never any of your benefits. The open doors and the closed doors remind us that we don't walk into the same issues again. We don't go into the same problems again. We don't go into the same mistakes again. But remind us constantly so that we overcome the ways of the wicked and seek you wholeheartedly. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I'm going to ask our volunteers to come forward and pass the offering buckets. We're going to sing a song and worship and to honor God. Our volunteers will come forward. We're going to give into God. Say, giving is part of our worship unto God. Are you with me, church? It is part of our worship unto God as we contribute to the house and the ministry and all that God is doing through us in our city. Can I tell you, our ministries are impacting people all around. I'm thankful for the generous contributions that you have been making to plant churches, to send missionaries and mission works all across. I pray that your works will be rewarded uh, as you contribute into God's house. Uh, Let's do that. We can do it online as well.